What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And we're just two guys shooting the breeze. And as y'all know, we posted a poll on our Instagram story asking y'all what y'all wanted to hear um, on our next couple podcasts or whatever. And one of the big hitters were, was like conspiracy theories. So Sawyer and I went to digging, went to investigating, and we have two conspiracy theories for y'all today that kind of made each. us... Wait, what is it? One each. One each. And, and it kind of... Mine made me scratch my head, like looking into the details. I didn't realize how hard it is to like, like investigate or like search into conspiracy theories. It's not fun. It, it really was like work. Especially actually. stuff they don't want you to see. Yeah, because it's like all they want to do is like... I don't know. I want, I want to know the nitty gritty of it, not just what's on top that everybody else knows. Right. So it took a lot to dig these up, but we got some good, you know, facts for our conspiracy theories today, mm -hmm. and I'm ready to crack these babies open. Literally. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's dive on in. All right, sorry. You want to start us off with our uh, first yeah. conspiracy I'm theory? Starting us off. All um, right. So I think we, we didn't talk about it, but we kind of talked about it. Or give you a little teaser. So have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones? I, I saw something about that, but I have no idea what they are. Right. All right, cool. Okay, so I'm just going to give like a brief little whatever of what they are, and we'll jump into the conspiracies about it, right? Okay. All right, so, well, actually, the conspiracy kind of starts right off the bat, because it's a little weird how they even got there. Okay. All right, so the Georgia Guidestones were funded by an individual or group. It's an individual. It's an individual? It's an individual. First of all, that's just suspicious right off the bat. Like, yeah, it's funded by an individual or a group. Well, yeah, like so, right. So <laughs> who used a pseudonym or a, uh, like a fake name. Okay. Basically, right? Which all right. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Red no, flag immediately. Your story's just throwing me off already. All, all right, right so um, R.C. Christian. R.C. Christian. That was the pseudonym. I believe like, that's how you say that pseudonym. Sure. Sure. Right. I wasn't homeschooled. I the don't know. The true identity of R.C. Christian has never been publicly revealed, and the person or group behind the name remains anonymous. R.C. Christian contracted a local gran granite company, uh, Elberton Granite Finishing Company, to help construct the monument. The company's president, Joe Findlay, was the primary contact for R.C. Christian during the planning and construction progress. So that's how they kind of got there. Okay, so R.C. Christian, or the guy, the, the, what happened just a little bit as far as funding it and everything is that he, he came to them and was like, I want to do this. And they were like, no, we're not doing that. And I'll get into why kind of they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to build the they monument build or whatever it. It They is. didn't want to build it, right? So he's contracting them out to build it. Okay. Which I, I'll, I'll explain what the monument is. But um, they were basically like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, we're... So they uh, quoted him at like this astronomical price, and he was like, "All right, build it." Dang, like, money just... was not an object for the for the dude. I, dang, I don't know why. Like I said, he's anonymous. I can't find what, you know what he did that why he has so much money. The guy that contracted RC. Yeah, no, the guy well the RC contracting them. It, oh. Obviously, money was no object for him. That's kind of sketch, right? It's okay. like, well, all right. Okay. He's obviously got a lot of free money to just throw towards this thing that he really he cares about. He must want it bad if he's willing to just th throw money at it like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, I can't remember what they priced him for, but it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Which back then, this is 1980, mind you. Yeah. So back then. For like, a slab of granite? For slabs of granite. 
All right, yeah, you're going to have to explain yeah. to me what this is, because okay. it better be worth it. So the gadstones consist of four large stone slabs with a center column bearing inscriptions in various languages. The monument outlines ten guidelines for humanity. So, ten guidelines for, like, the Ten right, Commandments? So to give, like, a... Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, so literally there are these, I believe it says they're 19 feet tall. Um, Dang. Yeah, these 19 feet tall, like, slabs of granite just all the way up. There's four of them. And then there's, like, a center one, right? Okay. And it, there was, like, a lot of jokes. It was, like, America's uh, Stonehenge or whatever, right, was mm-hmm. what people kind of jokingly called it. Okay. Um, but it's a little – and it had some of the same features. It had, like – it could be used as a clock or a calendar and everything. It had uh, a cutout in one of them. To where you could, you know, you could see the sun coming in. It does all that stuff. But, like, that's nothing out of the ordinary. We've seen that before. That's nifty. Yeah. Okay. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Whatever. It's just like, okay. The real problem was these inscriptions that were on it and what they said. So, okay, let me just clarify. I don't mean to keep interrupting you. So, no, you're good. RC got these contractors to build it. Was yes. he the, also the one who provided what needed to be written on them? Yes. On the slabs, yes. okay. it's all it's all his idea, and or nobody his knows or the group's idea, and nobody knows what RC or who RC. No, they is. don't know who he is or right. what the group was. All it's right. anonymous. Like okay. used a, and he only ever uh, communicated with the dude under that name. Yeah. So or Joe, what was his name? Joe Finley. Yeah, yeah the guy, Finley. the contractor. Yeah, he. So he doesn't like he doesn't know him from Adam. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So the inscriptions transcribed in eight different languages. Mm. So, because you got, you know, you got four of them. There's two sides on each. Okay. Um, the Georgia Guidestones feature a set of ten guidelines, sometimes referred to as ten commandment, the Ten Commandments of the Age of Reason. So, okay. Yeah. These principles are inscribed on the monument in eight different languages. Here are the guidelines. I know I've said eight different languages twice. Um, the Can first you... one, it's these first two that are really, really just kind of throwing. Dang. Okay. Starting out heavy. All right. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Like population? Population. Ah, we done messed that one up. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we done bust that I'm one. I'm pretty sure it was way over this in 1980. Is this just America or for the world? I think it's the world. Why would he uh, transcribe it in eight different languages? I don't Oh, that makes sense. Right. Dang, bro. We busted that bad. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is 1980, which it, I'm sure it had already passed that. Oh, we were over a billion, I feel like. That's what then. I'm saying. Um, yeah, we definitely were over a billion. We're <laughs> I should have got that statistic, yeah, but I just didn't. I'm sure. We're at like, what, 8 billion now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we done. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Over so, with. So that's number one. That's number one. Um, it says, this guideline suggests reducing the global population to a level that can be sustained in harmony with the Earth's resources. So it's kind of like the whole argument about how, we, you know, the earth can't sustain how many humans there are. Right. The global warming, that, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, okay. Right? But I mean, this I is, get it. But this is back early before that conversation really came up. Yeah, that's true. So this is, I mean, that's pretty popular nowadays, but back then, I don't, I don't think they were talking about global warming and yeah. stuff. It still baffles me that somebody literally just contracted somebody to put, hey, I just want these rules up there. Right. In the middle, were, this is in the middle of nowhere, by the way. Or, well, I say it's in the middle of nowhere. It's off of um, Highway 77 in, just, in Eberton or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, it just baffles me that somebody was like, yeah, I'll pay thousands of thousands of dollars to get my rules on this you know, piece of granite. My whatever. rules for humanity. <laughs> yeah, my rules. I just want people to know about them. Yeah. Put them in the middle of nowhere. Obviously a narcissist. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. What's rule number two? All right. 
guide reproductive wisely. Improving fitness and diversity encourages responsible family planning and the importance of genetic diversity. This is a sex ed class. What I, don't know, I, don't, okay. I don't know. I really don't know what he was getting at here. So he was saying, I like, think he was saying, I think it's like survival of the fittest type stuff. Is that what he was going for? I, I think it's like, be careful who you mate with. I mean, yeah, I heard a lot about diversity in that second rule about yeah. who you're mating with. Yeah, I, I don't. That's an odd rule. It's an odd rule. <laughs> okay. All right. Unite humanity with a living new language. So he's saying one language. Hey. And a new one. Okay. Uh, so it says, proposes the idea of a universal language that could foster better communication and understanding among people from different cultures. Sound, I, that don't sound bad. I mean, no. That, you know, I mean, I get it. Number one, two, and three are a little weird. That one's okay, I guess. Yeah, that one's all right. Um, the fourth rule, uh, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Suggest approaching matters with reason and critical thinking rather than letting emotions or blind faith guide decisions. I agree with that, that as well. That's, that's yeah, good. Are... <laughs> you know what? That's hey, what I'm saying. The bottom half's not too it's bad. It's those first two where you're like, hold up. What's going on? Yeah. Um, five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Advocates for a fair legal system that upholds justice and safeguards individual rights. Another Again, one. Another not, one. Not He's terrible. Not a terrible right idea. Now. Um, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Mm. Which sounds kind of like... Um, mm. That kind of sounds like when we, the whole world unites under the Antichrist. I don't know why my mind immediately went to I that. I love that you just said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it immediately went to like, because we were all going to form one government under right. like... Yeah. New world order, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, he yeah, lost yeah. me with... What is that? Rule number six? That was... Uh, yeah, that was six. Yeah, he lost me. All right. Seven. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Recommends efficient governance and avoiding unnecessary bureaucracy. It's getting... <laughs> It's getting weird. I mean, I half agree with that, but I don't fully agree with that because it's still like New World Order kind yeah. of stuff. Um, balance personal rights with social duties emphasizes the importance of individual rights, but also acknowledges the responsibility individuals have towards society. Not bad. He's getting me back. Yeah, he's more, all right, all right, he's right. working me back in. All right. All right. <laughs> you know? Okay. Prize truth, beauty, love, and seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't know what that means. Wait, say it again. Prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I believe he's talking about some sort of God. Probably not ours. Uh, yeah. Okay. Encourages the pursuit of knowledge, appreciation of beauty, and the search for spiritual fulfillment. I, I agree with that one, too. I agree with that one. Was that number 10? That was nine. Nine? Okay. All right. 10 is be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature urges environmental stewardship. Uh, stewardship and respect for the planet's natural resources this guy was kind of ahead of his time yeah because i was gonna say he sounds like a like an it sounds like what we'd hear nowadays environmentalist with like, extremist with whatever right. the new world order he threw in there i think he just kind of <laughs> he in the really middle. a lot he really just yeah he started really like extreme and then he yeah. oh, okay i agree with that and then wham a little bit more new world order and then kind of lit off again and I, I don't <laughs> pump know. the brakes a little bit I don't, I don't know how i feel about that Okay. All right. So um, these guidelines can be interpreted in various ways and are often seen as suggestions for creating a more sustainable, harmonious, and just world. While the intentions behind these messages might be positive, some, uh, some conspiracy theories 
have arisen. Is that a word? Sure. Arisen around their true meaning and purpose. So what are like the conspiracies about this? These uh, guidelines or whatever. Right. All right. So we've already named a couple of them, right? Just because they, it sounds like it. They're kind of odd. Yeah. You know, they're not out there. They're not. It's, I feel like it's, fine line like they're riding the line like oh, we're not really saying anything crazy but are we the like, weird part is just the beginning where it's like all right this dude he immediately pers- started with a population and i was like like you know <laughs> whoa i was like yeah that was kind of i would have put that one in like number seven i like hit it in the middle somewhere yeah anyways all right so the first one the obvious is new world order people think that it's you know it was some sort of start of that new world order um one of the most Prevalent theory suggested that Godstones are linked to a secretive global organization or the concept of a new world order. Some believe that the monument represents the plans of a shadowy group seeking the control of the world's population and resources. That's what we call the Illuminati or the Freemasons or whatever See, I almost did the Masonry. I almost did that. Really? But there was so much. There's so much. There's so much on Freemasons. Like you literally, that, that's an episode in itself. Just right, that's what there's I, so that's much what I to dive into. I was into. like, I can't do all this. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so, okay. So basically, they think there's a secret. It's a secret society. Yeah. World power or people trying to seize power over the world. But uh, what an odd way to like put it out there. Like put it in the middle of. It's not. Georgia. On, it's not on very some secret. It's, no. It's pretty, it's pretty bold. Well, I mean, plus you got to go back into the 1980s. I don't know where this is in Georgia. Like, I don't know. Everton. I, well, I, I've never been there, so like, I, oh, I don't know yeah. how like populated it's it is. It's 100 miles south of Atlanta. Okay, we're like southeast. We're like 50 miles south of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I don't. It, that's nothing but like cornfields and stuff. Like it's it's out cow in the farms. Of nowhere. Yeah, so I don't really get that. But okay, all right. The second one is uh, population control. Obviously, which that still kind of could be roped in there with New World Order. It's yeah. Like, why do you get to decide that? Yeah, that's kind of odd. Um, some conspiracy theories interpret the first guideline, which mentions maintaining a population under 500 million, as evidence of a plan for global depopulation. They claim that this implies a deliberate effort to reduce the human population to a specific number, possibly through nefarious means. Like COVID. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, yeah, like a, a pandemic. You're right. But yeah. COVID really didn't take anybody out. Like, I mean, I know obviously it killed something, but if <laughs> yeah. you look at it, like how many people Not, COVID? Yeah, fractionally. Has, yeah. Well, like even if you compare it to like the flu, like the flu mm-hmm. has killed way more people than COVID has killed. Or, I'm sorry, that was such a harsh word. Killed. Right. I mean, um, you know, how many people it's you know put in the ground? So that wasn't a very better. <laughs> that wasn't a better way to say that. Deceased. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, there's so many more other diseases that have like you know. Uh yeah, like what was the one the pig flu or whatever swine flu? It like took out. Um, a ton they literally of named one the Black Death. Yeah. So I mean, and there's, I yeah. get it, I guess, but yeah, population control. COVID wasn't that great of an effort, I guess. I, yeah. I, I'm there's not an to, argument about. I mean, we could have done one on. COVID. I'm not trying to talk down COVID because like COVID was a right, the serious like thing. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you look at it statistically, it didn't actually take out that many the people. The thing about COVID is the age of the people it targeted yeah it's yeah. like it was people from a harder generation well at first it was i swear i i swear at first it was like older people right who you know people with autoimmune diseases and stuff like that and then all of a sudden like six months in it's everybody doesn't matter right. young old perfectly healthy and poor health you're 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 you know in danger of this COVID 19 right. so anyways 
was a little tangent there, but <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay, so I see what you're saying. That's kind of a conspiracy, population control, pandemics. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, war. So third is eugenics and genetic manipulation. Critics have suggested that the second guideline, which emphasizes improving fitness and diversity, could be interpreted as promoting eugenics or genetic engineering to create a specific type of human population. Mm. Which is a little odd. Yeah. It's, I, wanted to, I was trying to think of like what's going on right now. I mean, I know there's some genetic manipulation going on, even with like, I mean, the transgender stuff and hormone therapy and everything, like, stuff like that. Is that genetics though, or is that just I don't know people getting surgeries? Right. Does it affect genetics? I know they can grow, or like they can make babies in tubes now. Yeah, I have heard that. So yeah. I don't know when it comes to like g- genetic mutations, mm-hmm. making like the perfect, I guess the perfect specimen. I mean, that's kind of what they're doing. If they're, I mean, they had to get that DNA from somewhere. Well, why I mean, not get it from a athlete and a you know it does make sense though like if you think about a new world order you want a civilization that's going to be superior right and you want it to last a long time hence mm. keeping the population low so the earth can support it so i mean i get it, it and makes... the population being the best of the best and they said something about being diverse right so okay i i see it i yeah. see it i can see where this conspiracy is coming from right so then the other one or well, one of the other ones is alien or occult influence Mm. Which immediately, I mean, it turns I hate, me off. I hate yeah. to be the alien, but I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's the same, it's the same thing with like Stonehenge. They're like, it's aliens. It's aliens. But no, it's obviously a calendar of some sort. Yeah. A calendar or a sundial or, you know, a clock, right? It's obviously what it is. Yeah. I'm not sold on the alien thing yet. Me neither. I Even though know. they just released stuff. Yeah. I know. Right? That's, that's where I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it because it's like, I thought I thought they said something about aliens to like distract everybody. Well, yeah, another conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, Are aliens do. real? They could be. I don't know. Bible doesn't mention them. So I don't. Yeah, they left that part out in the Bible, so I don't know how I feel about <laughs> yeah. that. Anyways, all right, and then um, five is apocalyptic predictions. There are interpretations that view the Godstones messages as predicted or even advocating for a future apocalyptic event such as a global cash, uh, catastrophe that reduces the population. Same thing as like talked about earlier, like we talked about COVID or something that, you know, targets depopulating the earth. Yeah. So these guidelines or whatever, these guide stones, are mm-hmm. they just basically rules for the new order? For the new world order? Okay, so that's what the that's the conspiracy part. Like the thing is, this thing existed and these were on there. Like people were going you could stop on the side of the road and go and look at this. Yeah. Like it it was there. And I say was and we'll get into that. Oh yeah. But um so it's like that's not the conspiracy part. The conspiracy part is what people started interpreting as. Or okay. like saying like maybe it means this, maybe because it was so secretive or yeah. so like the dude was just, you know, went under a a pseudonym and was like, all right, we're going to build this thing at any cost, no expense spared, because this needs to be said. Yeah. It's just kind of... That is sketch. It's kind of... I say conspiracy theory. There's conspiracy theories, but the whole thing's kind of a mystery. Right. Right. Where this came from, why it came about. Why why on the middle... uh, In the middle of nowhere. So, does that... So, what's the second part of this conspiracy? The second part of this conspiracy is that it's... um, It was blown up or... Someone snuck in at 4 a.m., I believe it was, uh-huh. and 
placed an explosive on one of the tablets. I don't know if this has to do with anything, but the one that was in Hindu and Swahili. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> that, that they decided good. to blow up, which I don't know how you read it. At yeah. Night, but um, blew it up and drove off. So he stopped at 4 a.m. in the morning. Right. So amongst the locals of this area is really where a lot of the uproar was. Like, we would never even heard of it yeah. until this happened, yeah. until it got blown up. Um, or one of the tablets got blown up, but it was kind of amongst the locals. Some people were saying that it was satanic, that it was, uh, like you were saying, the, um, 10 commandments of the antichrist or mm. something like that. Like there was a lot of uproar about it amongst churches and, um, people had been going and like, uh, graffitiing it and vandalizing it. Somebody put like epoxy all over it. So you couldn't even like, you know, wash it off. You had to quite literally like take a hammer. And like knocked it off. So the community was pretty upset about these these monuments of or mm-hmm. whatever these guidelines. So since it's been there, but it was kind of a, a local. Like I said, it's the middle of nowhere. When did they blow it up? They blew it up in two, just recently, two thousand twenty two, July sixth, two thousand twenty two. And they were put up in nineteen eighty. They were put up in nineteen eighty. So why wait forty two years to finally put a pipe bomb on this thing and just call it a day? Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that it, this this is so recent. That ah. it's kind of, and the thing is, they've just, when that happened, there's been no investigation. They haven't found the person. The, um, the county just shut it down. They actually said that it was unsafe because the, uh, their argument was that because the bomb was going off, the other ones could fall. So they didn't want people going up there mm. and like looking at the other ones. Yeah. And have the potential of them falling on somebody. So they actually, the next day, took them all down. It's almost like the community had like a set agreement and like, we're just going to get rid of these now. Right. And everybody was like, we're not going to look into it. If they yeah, disappear. Everybody's just kind of turned their eye. Um, one of the guys, uh, oh man, what was his name? Um, he, what he was saying is like, this thing has been here for 42 years and nothing's ever been said. But because of today, when that bomb happened, all of, it spiked all of those conspiracies back up. Yeah. Everybody. And not just locally everywhere because it was on the news and everything and stuff like that people started throwing these conspiracies it all kind of you know it fanned the flame so to say that's just so random i feel like there's got to be something in there that that's what i'm saying it's like what's going on 42 years nobody cares about these stones they're just sitting there not causing Mm -hmm. anybody like an attraction even if i didn't like it like there's nothing in me that would be like man that needs to be blown up that's got to be taken down yeah you know what i'm saying so like i feel like I almost want to think it was like being re-emphasized mm-hmm. by blowing them up and making them trying big again. to draw attention. To yeah, them. like oh y'all y'all want to forget about me or oh like y'all right. forgot about these guidelines. But the person has not been caught yet, and like I said, they just took it down, and they're I don't even think they're really like looking for them. I just feel like, good lord, thank <laughs> thank goodness that thing's finally gone. It's gone, and the, some of the locals though are saying that it's impacted like the tourism and stuff. Like people aren't coming to the towns. Um, are you know buying stuff? What nobody coming to that town in the first place? <laughs> I, was like, I think it was just kind of like one of those stops, like the middle like, of Bum, just, Georgia. If you're nobody's... passing by, you're like, hey, let's check. There's this a out. gas station here. We'll stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so, it. Like someone saying, it's not really. There's a bunch of conspiracies. It's more so a mystery. It's like, what was really going on here? That's food for thought. Because I'd really have to sit down and think. Because there's so many random factors about why it was blown up and like. Right why it was put up in the first place in that area by this 
random person. Rando. Who, yeah, <laughs> some, by some rando. I'd have to like actually dig into that and be like, why? Why did this happen? Because that doesn't make, none of that makes sense. And I think like, part of the argument too, um, along with that, it being blown up is it was a testament to just what media can do nowadays. Mm. Um, because it, you know, it, it got blown up in this time period. Of course it blew up. It was everywhere. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, we're, well, I mean, we're in Georgia, but, um, I didn't even know about it until it got blown up. I remember seeing something about it. I didn't really read into it. Yeah, same. I saw something about like some guidelines getting blown up. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and I just went on my, but yeah, I mean, I'm a, I saw that on like some big news station or news uh-huh. uh, website too. CNN did a story on it. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's it weird. weird. Sheesh. All right. Well, how feeling yours is weirder. Yeah. Mine is a little weird, but I guess if you want to go see those guidelines, you're gonna have to look at Google Images now because <laughs> they're it's, not there anymore. That thing is gone. So, but all right. Well, your satanic tinkum. Oh, I don't know if this is uh important or not. They donated the remaining stones back to that same company that built it. Hmm. Was I feel it? like they shouldn't have done that. I don't know why. I just have, <laughs> no, a, I have just like, a gut feeling they shouldn't have done that. Like, all right. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That'd be crazy if like a year later they like built it back. Just <laughs> it's. Yeah, like their tourism's gonna like blow up again or something like that. Nobody's coming to that town, bro. All right, well that will lead into my conspiracy theory, which I feel like a lot more people have heard about my my conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. and that is the Denver International Airport. Okay, the hub. And I know, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies about the Denver International Airport, and I feel like it's kind of a head scratcher because there are a little. How do I say this? There's a lot of weird things going on in this airport. And I'm just going to go ahead and dive in and I'll let you. I think there's a lot of weird stuff going in all airports. This one's extraordinary for some reason. And <laughs> there, like I said, I'll, I'll dive into why it is and where these weird coincidences kind of fall into this, this international airport. So the Denver International Airport was completed in 1995 and it's the largest airport in America. Okay. If you didn't know that. And it's the third largest airport in the world. Okay. Yeah. Next to? Uh, I, no, I didn't. I saw it was something in like Saudi Arabia. Some, oh, some airport out there was like the, I don't remember what number one was, but the second one was like Saudi Arabia or something like that. But so this airport is massive. It's more than one and a half million square feet. It's one and a half times the size of Manhattan. All right. And it takes roughly 15 minutes to one hour to walk from one side of the airport to the other, depending on what the traffic is in the airport that day, hmm. which think about walking an hour. Like if you have walking a layover, I'd be pissed because you're telling me I got 30 minutes to get on my next flight and I got to walk across this, this airport that's one and a half times the size of Manhattan. Like, nah, that ain't it. So anyways, it was built. Okay. So when it was built. The Denver International Airport took five years to complete, but the original timeline said that seems that, quick. <laughs> well, you the original timeline said it would only take three years, so they went over two years for some odd reason, and we're gonna dive okay. into that too. That seemed both of those seem incredibly fast. What for an for an airport for an airport to be built? Yeah, I mean, you gotta think. There's people out there every single day for five years. All right, I mean that. I mean, well, you look at like the interstate and stuff like that. They've been out there for twenty years. I know a dang bridge takes like five years to happen. So, so I don't, I don't know. They they estimated it originally to take three years. It ended up taking five years. 
It also cost them $4.8 billion to build this international airport, which was $2 billion over budget. The original budget was $2.8 billion, and it cost them $4.8 billion. They went to, so just taking that into consideration, it took three years longer for them to build this airport and $2 billion extra dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how people estimate this kind of stuff, but right. if you were the one to estimate it for the Denver International Airport, you need to be fired because right. my thing is, is like, how do you miss a budget by $2 billion? $2 billion? I, I get a couple milli here and yeah. there, but $2 billion and two whole years you, over, like, you underestimated? So that's kind of odd, but we'll just say it's, you know, part of building an airport. It takes longer, costs more money. So now, like I said, I know a lot of people have heard of conspiracies about this international airport, about, you know, the Illuminati, underground civilizations, and other stuff like that. But I'm going to break it down to you, kind of the different aspects of the airport that have made these conspiracies come to the surface. So the first thing that's weird about this international airport is the art, okay? Okay. And for a lot of people that don't know anything like uh, parks or uh, airports or train stations, anything like that, 1% of the funding has to go to art. So I didn't know that until I was doing research into this. So you got to realize 1% of $4.8 billion is $48 million that they had just for art. So you think they put some pretty cool stuff in there, you know, art wise, but what they put in there was kind of sketch. So first thing they put at the international airport, Denver international airport is a 33 foot tall, 9,000 pound blue horse with fiery red eyes. You know what they call this horse? What's it called? Blucifer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kind of odd. And oddly enough, I just want to, I said it was 33 foot tall. Oddly enough, somebody made this connection while I was doing research. There, um, there are 33 degrees or levels of the masonry uh, ranks. So when you look at like the Freemasons, there's okay. 33 ranks within their you know, structure. Okay. And so people were like, well, that's kind of weird that the, the sculpture is <laughs> exactly cool 33 feet, feet whatever. <laughs> it's probably a small little thing, but I just, I threw it in there because I was like, why not? Cool, yeah. So funny thing about this 9,000 sculpture, Blucifer or whatever, it actually killed the artist that created it. Hmm. When it was being assembled, Blucifer's head fell off of the sculpture itself and killed its artist, Louis Jimenez, and cut an artery in his leg. It killed him. He bled out on the floor with this big old blue horse head sitting. So, hmm. kind of weird, kind of spooky. They still put it up, but, I, you know, hey, they had $48 million. We got to spend it on something. So, <laughs> anyways, so that's one piece of art that a lot of people are like, that's weird, okay? Yeah. Another piece of art, and we're not even inside the airport yet. This is on the outside. Like, when you pull up to Denver International, you see this big blucifer. So once we get inside the airport, we start walking into some other weird pieces of art. Okay. And the second piece of art I want to talk about is a two-piece mural. So mm-hmm. it's two different pictures, but they're part of the same paint, painting. They were just, okay. they're separate, okay? They're separate. But they're right next to each other. Okay. So on the first part of this picture, the first mural, it's called In Peace and Harmony with Nature, which okay. it's said to symbolize environmental destruction Versus environmental healing. So basically, when you're looking at this picture, on the left side of the mural is nothing but, uh, you know, fire and trees ablaze and 
animals dead, people dead and everything like that. And then on the other side of it, it's like environmental healing, you know, like, you know, people flourishing, peace, harmony, and all that good stuff. Okay. So now on the second part of the mural, it depicts war versus peacetime. So it, it face, it focuses more on mankind. So you got to think of two different pictures on the first picture. It is, uh, it's all about the environment. Like, right. On the left side of the picture, it's like, you know, uh, deserts and mm-hmm. trees on Different fire. And, yeah. and then on the right side of the environment, it's all, you know, everything's flourishing and green and happy and everything like that. And the second part of the mural, it's the same thing. It's on the left side of the mural, it's people dying, people enslaved and stuff like that. And then on the right side, it's people flourishing and everything like that. So you got to think about it as four different pictures, if that makes sense. Yes, gotcha. So just think of one of the murals as death, destruction with environment and mankind. And the other one is, you know, greenery, flourishing, people happy, peace, harmony, all that good stuff. So if you kind of think about it like that, and you can always Google this. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the conspiracy with this piece of art and another one that we will talk about is that the world is currently in a state of destruction. That's what one of the pictures is focusing on, like all the death and all the the dead and, and, uh, you know, deserts and everything like that. Basically saying we're killing the earth and mankind's overall health is declining, which you kind of think about it. We are kind of killing the earth and (laughs) our, our health is probably the worst it's been in a very long time, especially with all the technological advances that we had. Like Why in medicine, <laughs> yeah, you would think that like we would be flourishing, living longer, but we're actually right. just kind of killing ourselves and the environment. And then the second part of the mural is displaying a new world order that was rebuilt from the ashes. And it said that the new world order will be started in the underground tunnels of Denver International Airport. And I'm going to kind of get into okay. that a little bit here in a minute. Now, another piece of artwork in Denver International Airport that kind of supports the new world takeover is the children of the world dream of peace. This artwork first displays, and I, I hate that I'm saying this, but it really, this guy looks like a Nazi, okay? okay? It's a Nazi-looking man holding a sword and a gun, and he's standing over scared children. And he's also stabbing a dove, which for a lot of people who don't know this, a dove symbolizes peace. Yeah. Um, so that's the first picture. But then you move to the second picture, the man is now dead on the ground and all the children are standing above him with a hammer about to crash down on his head, basically. Okay. So when people are looking at this piece of artwork and connecting it to a conspiracy, they're saying you need to examine the artwork in reverse. So at first you see us all uh, basically saying that the children are standing over a previous evil okay. that we defeated, like Nazis in the World War II or okay. something evil right. in society that we overcame. And then we're going to go back to uh, uh, basically a society of destruction and stuff like that. So saying basically, look at the second one first, where mm-hmm. we're, we're actually in a prosperous you know, um, environment right now. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to the first one where there's the Nazi holding the sword and the gun and he's stabbing the dove and everything like that. Right. It's like, that's what we're leading to. And if you look at the first picture where the guy's holding the gun and the sword and stabbing the dove and everything... There's actually a small letter in the corner written by someone who was a part of the enslaved generation in that picture. And it says, I once was a little child who longed for other worlds, but I am no more a child, for I know fear I have learned to hate. How tragic, then, is youth which lives with enemies, with gallows ropes, 
Yet I still believe I only sleep today that I'll wake up a child again and start to laugh and play. Now, whoever wrote this letter is basically saying that I used to live in a world of peace and freedom. Mm -hmm. Like that first picture where everybody's standing over him with a hammer. But now I live in fear and they hope to live as they did when they were a child again, which is going back to that second. So basically what people are saying is that this whole art portrait is a double meaning and it's meant to be read backwards, not forward. Right. So what people are trying to go with is like a new world order with just the art. Like I said, we're just at the art right now. Yeah. The next thing about the airport that's a little weird is it has a dedication capstone. So according to Undercover Colorado, in the Great Hall of Denver International Airport, there is a plaque that is a dedication to the airport. On it, you might think that the main contributors to the airport might have been the city of Denver or the state of Colorado. However, the first name listed on the stone as a contributor is an organization called the New World Airport Commission. Now, this may not seem like a big deal, but if you research New World Airport Commission, there is no organization that exists in that name or has ever existed. Nice. (laughs) Okay? Just throwing that out there. A little weird. Now, the name itself raises some eyebrows because it's very close to the New New World World Order, (laughs) right? Which, for those who don't know, it's a secret society that basically runs the world behind everybody's, you know, back. Right. Anyways. And it's also probably notable to say... That on this dedication, it has symbols of the Freemasons and name of two Grand Lodges and their Grand Masters on it. All right. Just saying. Throwing that out <laughs> there. Right. It had a bunch of Freemasonry, you know, Masonic, uh, yeah. you know, uh, emblems on it. And nobody really knows what's in this time capsule, but it wasn't said to be opened until the year 2094. And what a lot of people are thinking is in it is like, instructions maybe yeah after a new world takeover okay. instructions yeah like on how to run like the guidelines new... yeah like oh <laughs> Dude, then, what? hold up maybe they put the tablets in there i don't know oh i don't know how gosh. big this thing is dang i didn't even think about that when i was writing this up holy smokes yeah so maybe some guidelines you could say <laughs> maybe in granite anyways Something about the population so so this this capstone is kind of weird because it was like why was it put in here? Why does it have, you know, uh, masonry emblems on it? Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's really answering these questions. And what is in this time stone? Because nobody knows. Right. Why not just break it open? Huh? Why not just break it open? Well, it's like underground. Like, it's like has a huge slab of marble on it. I mean. Hey, at least it's marble. <laughs> hey, if you got it like that, not just granted. to move that thing, <laughs> go, by all means, go for it. So... That, that is a, another weird factor about this airport. Mm-hmm. Another odd factor about this airport is what nobody likes to talk about and what a lot of people connect the over budget and the, the, sh- the length of time. Uh, I've, I've heard this part of it. Under the airport. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> a lot of people can't figure out and a lot of engineers have gone out there and cannot figure out how they went $2 billion over budget, and why it took two years longer than it did. Mm -hmm. And according to Undercover Colorado, there is known to be as many as six underground levels below the ground floor of Denver International Airport, and possibly more that are not even known to exist, but nobody knows about. But they know, like this has been confirmed, there's at least six underground floors underneath the airport itself. Beyond that, there are theories that tunnels exist all the way from Colorado Springs Air Force Base to Denver International and from the Air Force Base in Cheyenne Mountain Complex to the Rocky Mountains and all that. Mm-hmm. So they 
they're basically saying there's like a tunnel system, almost like an underground city under this airport, which would make kind of sense on why they went over budget and why it took so long. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you're not throwing the secret society that you're going to build under the airport in the budget. You're just going to be like, <laughs> yeah, just write it up and we'll, we'll work around it or whatever. Yeah. So there was actually photographers and engineer personnel who were allowed to go down to, to just the level under the main floor of the airport. And all they found were unused like baggage systems, like mm-hmm. uh, pulleys and stuff like that. Right. But they said while they were down there that they saw multiple elevators that led down to deeper floors under the airport. But when they, they, when they asked about it, they said that they weren't allowed and they dis- discontinued the, uh, uh, not the interview, but whatever they were doing down there. Because they were right. like taking pictures for like safety or something like that. Right. And so they were like, don't yeah, worry we, about it. yeah, they were like, don't worry about it. Are you done? That's Can we, question. Yeah. So that was a little odd as well. A little sketchy. Now, there are several theories about what is going on under Denver International Airport. So, obviously, there's the main one where everybody says the Illuminati operates under the Denver International Airport. Right. There's another theory that FEMA operates under the Denver International Airport, Mm -hmm. which is the Federal Emergency Management Agency. So, basically saying that they operate under there, and if there was ever, like, just nuclear fallout, they they have all this, you know, bunkers and stuff like they're planning under here. Okay. Now, I... Don't, why would you keep that a secret? So, I'm not sure. The way I look at it is I lean more towards, like, Illuminati right. and FEMA, secret society. Like, why would you keep that a secret? That's great. That's my thing. I'm not sure about that. But you, you got to think about it. It does make sense to an extent because, you know, powerful people you know, who are a part of the secret societies or a part of the Illuminati or whatever, all they would have to do is fly into Denver International Airport with all of their stuff, all their That's luggage. True. You don't look suspicious. Find your little secret elevator that goes down underground and you're boom, you're safe. So you're That's not raising true. any suspicion. Like they could be like, hey, nuclear fallout's about to happen. Everybody's like, okay, I'm just going to go to Denver International Airport, taking a flight. Nothing suspicious about that. Right. So that's a part of the reason why they said they built an airport above it. Where the superpowers of... Right. That's where they're all, you know, got their own little houses down there or whatever. That's where that extra money came from. Yeah. And and so people... That actually does make sense. Right. Yeah. That's where the budget got expanded. So people also say, like I said earlier, that the time capsule has instructions for people who do survive this fallout. Right. That's under the airport. So it's like you just come out of the fallout. There's your instructions in the capstone that, you know... The Freemasons or whoever left, right? right? And, you know, there, there you are. You can start mm-hmm. anew. So that's a couple of the theories about what's going on under Denver International Airport. And there are other strange factors. And I, I want to show this to you. I want to hold I on. I have a tangent after this. Why? Because what if the one I talked about, uh-huh. let's, say, let's say for whatever reason it is, Lee. All right. There's instructions in both that time zone and. What if that dude was actually rebelling against the New World Order and he was putting those instructions out in the open because regular people aren't supposed to know about it? Plot and twist. He, he put it out there. That's why he went under a, you know, a surname or whatever hmm. because he wanted his identity to be hidden. Money was no object. I could see that. And he wanted to put it out there. And then they found out when it all got brought up again, they were like, this doesn't need to be out here for everybody to see, and that's why they had it removed. I feel like it would have been quicker than that long 42 years for them to figure it out, but yeah, I mean, I get it. That's weird. I mean, that is... That <laughs> that's is weird. So, a part of some other odd things about 
Denver International Airport. I'm going to show you what the runways look like, and mm-hmm. I want you to look at this and tell me what you see. Oh, yeah. What's That's it a swastika. Like? That's a swastika. Okay. So for any of y'all who have not seen how the you Denver... don't know what a swastika looks like. Yeah. I, if you don't know what that is, you'll have to Google that on your own time. But if you ever looked at the runways, the actual layout of Denver International Airport, it looks like a swastika. Just imagine a swastika. Right. So <laughs> That's it. And they said that they did this because it made the most sense for, you know, planes to fly out in different directions. But if you look at any other runway layout at all the airports in the world, there are none designed like this. And they all are able to take off in they different directions. They all run pretty parallel. Yeah, they? they all run smoothly. They all run in different directions. But for some reason, they, had, they justified it by saying, oh, it's so that planes can all take off in different directions. But, I mean, I just showed you it looks like a big swastika. Yep. So, might be nothing. Anyways, just thought I brought it up because it kind of brings it back to that that painting that's in there. Kind of looks like a Nazi or whatever. Yeah, and it's small small stuff like that. Anyways, so another thing that people were like, this airport is just a whole conspiracy in itself, is because the building of the airport itself was kind of unnecessary because there are two airports not twenty miles away from where this one was built. Mm-hmm. So it was like they just threw this grand slam, massive <laughs> airport. Yeah, yeah. Massive airport out here. Even though there were two less than 20 miles away, went over budget, went over the timeline. They put all this spooky artwork. Oh, by the way, did I tell you they have like uh, gremlins of like demons coming out of suitcases in there? At baggage, yeah, at baggage claim, they have like uh, little sculptors, sculptures of demons like coming out of a bag. I don't know. Anyways, I saw that while I was on there too. But yeah, between the art, between the underground, confirmed six underground layers beneath, like what do you need that for under an airport? Mm. The masonry of capstone dedication and all that. It's just, like I said, there's nothing like firm, like there's nothing you can really grasp with it, but it's like there's so many weird random things in it. It makes you wonder, like what is going on at Denver International Airport? Why was it built? Why, 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 you know? But it does make sense, like, people flying in there, just bring all your stuff, go straight down, and you're safe. You're in an underground bunker. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm laughing at how, like, for whatever reason, that ours have something in common. That's funny to me. Yeah, how yours was, like, guidelines on how to start a new world order or whatever. Yeah, I I really would like to know what's in that dedication time capsule. But I guess we'll find out in 2094. Maybe. If I'm still here, I'll be 95. So I don't know if I'll be kicking then. But I'm going to pull up at Denver International if I'm still here. But yeah, that's really all I got for Denver International Airport. It's like I said, it's, it's nothing firm. It's just a lot of strange things, like a lot of weird coincidences, like, you know, between the budget, between the timeline, the artwork, underground, you know, the swastika for runways. Like, there what wasn't. Is so when you said it was. When did they start uh, construction? Uh, I want to say... They finished in 96, you said? They started in 90, and they ended in 95. In 95. I'm pretty sure. I mean, there wasn't like a big... Uh, <laughs> um, what's the word? Inflation spike around there. No, it, that was the thing. It was like, you have two airports, and these airports next to her are decently sized. Like, they're not the biggest in the world by any mm-hmm. means, but like... They did their job by, you know, getting people from one place. Just to, to have two airports in the same state is that, overkill in some ways. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and plus there, there are air bases near Denver International Airport. And that's what a lot of people are saying, that there are tunnels between the air, the, you know, 
the air base mm-hmm. and the airport and you know other facilities uh like Lockheed Martin's near there um Boeing's near there and they're saying like they have an underground system that travels all these supplies into I, the-, the conspiracy that I didn't come up which I really expected because a lot of people say that a lot of airports are hubs for sex trafficking I was 100% expecting that no so I didn't when it came to conspiracies, I didn't see anything about sex trafficking because I guess it was all revolving around like the Illuminati right. and stuff like that. But yeah, I have heard that too. They say that about a uh, ATL that um, Hartsville Jackson is like a hub for really. Yep. I mean, supposedly Denver International has six underground, you know, bunkers that they could do it. I mean, just pick a floor and do your business, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It was when I read into it. It was just getting stranger and stranger. Like, the more you found. Yeah, the artwork, like, why is it all? And now. The artwork's weird in general. Have you seen the stuff about, like, the artwork that was in Epstein's uh-uh. uh, possession and the artwork in Ellen DeGeneres? How do you say her name? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, House? No, weird. I didn't hear about weird. it. Weird. I believe it. They, they look like they get some weird stuff and put it in their house. Is it, like, demonic or something? It's, it's either, like, demonic or it's, like, perverted. That makes sense. Yeah. Especially with Epstein. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Had his own little private you island. You've seen the one of uh, Epstein supposedly had this picture and it's um, like Jenga towers and then it's George W. Bush and he's got paper airplanes and he's like throwing them and it knocked over one. Uh-uh. You haven't seen this? You uh-uh. haven't seen this? All right. That's just, yeah. When Barry talked about the 9 yeah. 11, uh, you know, how it was kind of rigged and everything like that. But I didn't know. I didn't know. You that. haven't seen this painting? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's pretty. It's okay. Supposedly it was in uh, Epstein's. Uh, whatever. But he's just throwing a paper airplane at like a Jenga tower? Yeah, he's throwing two paper airplanes (laughs) at Jenga tower. That's real sus. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, guys, that's all I have today for the conspiracy theories. So both of our conspiracies kind of revolved around like New World Order. Like something's going to happen between them building Denver International, these recently you know blown up guidelines for the new world order it makes you really think like is there a society what's going on i mean i don't i i mean honestly i think there is i think there's a there really is like like just some secret society out there 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 really is like maybe a few families ruling the world that's what i i I do think that i'm on board with it it makes sense what's the one they say like rothschild um the there's a few others. I think there's like a secret society. I think there's multiple, honestly. I think there's one that actually, okay, there's one that runs the economy of the world. Mm-hmm. There's one that runs the media of the world. Yeah. There's one that runs in like different sectors. I think they're all like part of a new world order, but they're, they're, they're like a government agencies. Like right. there's an agency for this. There's an agency for that. Right. Cause you see like stuff like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Did you see that interview on? Uh, I love Jim Carrey. What's that show or uh, sh- live show he was on? He, uh, not Stephen Colbert, but um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. It's one of them. But yeah, basically, he was calling that guy out. Like he did the Illuminati symbol with right. his tongue out and everything like that. And he was like, the host was like, "What is that?" And he was like, "Stop!" He was like, "You know what that is? You're in it too, or whatever." And he was mm-hmm. like, the guy was probably just screaming on the inside, like, "I don't know what you mean, Jim," or stuff like that. But he's like, "Yeah, I don't know." I believe it though. I believe there's definitely some weird, sketchy stuff going on oh, out yeah. there. Especially, I mean, everything we we could do a whole episode on just like music right now and the stuff that's being like, oh between my gosh. the weekend and Sam Smith and all this yeah blasphemy that's going on, dude. 
I, I just saw a clip the other day and it like made me cringe in a little Uzi Vert, which yeah. for people who don't know, if of, you say his name fast, if you say his name fast, Lil Uzi Vert is Lucifer. Yeah. So anyways, and I, yeah. anyways, so he, in his concert, he was like, Hey, I just want y'all to know if y'all sing these words of uh, my song or whatever, we're all going to hell. And people are like screaming like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to hell. And I'm like, What's dude, they on? have these people like convinced, like, yeah. They're okay with this. And anyways, yeah, that guy's bad news all in itself, but whatever. But we'll have another episode of that <laughs> another time. But yeah, guys, that's all we got for the conspiracy theories today. Um, that's all the bad news. Let's get to the good news. All the good, Yeah, that was all the bad news. So we are changing how we're doing God is Good Time. So we're not going to be doing uh, stories necessarily mm-hmm. anymore. We're actually going to be pulling uh, verses out of the Bible, and we're going to kind of talk about how that you know, how that verse applies to our lives or how it right. can apply to your life and stuff like that. So we're still going to call it God is good time, but because he is, yeah, because he is, but it's not going to be a story. It's actually going to be a verse or two here. So what we have for today is James chapter four, verse 13 through 14. And this right. is what it says. Now, listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And the reason I picked this one is... I love that. So I do this all the time. What, basically, what he's saying is, is like, you say you're going to go do this, and you're going to spend time here, and you're going to do all this business. You're going to make money. You're going to make your life here. You're going to make all these decisions here. When it's like, you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. Like, how are you going to say you're going to go do all these things when... We talked about this not too long ago. Yeah, at the end of the what we were is your there planning out our lives and it yeah. was just like, all right, well, why are we doing this? Yeah, like I, I and it's it's crazy. It ends it with like, what what is your life? Like you're you're missed. Like you right. you're here now and then you vanish. And I just, like I do that all the time. Like I'm over right. here, like you know, I'm gonna do this with my life. I'm gonna do this when I and it's with anything, finances, my career, yeah, you know, anything. relationships, jobs, everything like that. So where I'm gonna live. I was literally, yesterday, I was literally planning out what cars I'm going to buy. Yeah. I was saying, I was going to go like, all right, by, I was saying, by 30, I'm going to have this, by 40, I'm going to have this, by 50, I'm going to have this, like, yeah, like, it's just dumb. Well, and and when I read that, it kind of like humbled me because it was like, who are you to to say what you're going to do next year or what are you going to do? You know what I've been convicted about? What? We talk about money and stuff so much and, you know, all of our investing and finance and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes do you feel like you trust your money more than you trust God? Yes. I, I literally, bro, I, yes. like, it eats me up. Cause I it's know. like, I'm making all these reservations and plans and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. Who do I trust with my future more, myself or God? Yeah. And, and I thought about that the other day. Cause I was like, I was putting money in my savings account and I was like, man, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm feeling good <laughs> for myself. Like, right. Like right. I'm feeling good. And I'm like, Ooh, I like immediately felt convicted. Cause I was like, dang, I'm really trusting on this number in my bank account more than God providing for me. And so, and not even, like so that, and then there's also like, all right, I'm going to, I've got this extra money sitting around. Let me, I'm going to put it in, you know, whatever, and it's going to make me money and it's going to give me a better life and stuff like that. As opposed to like, when really like our heart is supposed to be like, all right, what can God do with this money? Yeah. Can I get, is there somebody who needs this? Can I put this towards a church project? Can yeah. I put this like, no, I like get that. that. Yeah. Cause we definitely, Especially, like, I feel like our society in general, like, we definitely trust in a dollar more than we trust in right. God. Like, oh, well, at least I got money. You know, at least I got yeah. money in my pocket. Like, ooh, thank goodness. Not like, oh, well, at least I got, a, you know, 
the ultimate being of everything on my side. No, it's right. like immediately goes to money. But yeah, I just kind of want to bring that one up because it was like, man, my, my life really isn't anything. Like I'm here one minute, I'm gone the next. Like, so whenever just I like do that money. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah. But so like whenever I like, uh, like I like to talk to myself about my future and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I always start out now like saying, Lord be willing or God willing. Yeah then this will happen. Not like just trying to speak my own future in existence. Right. Cause like, I can't guarantee tomorrow I might not be here. So right. anyways, for those who just like to constantly think about the future and what you're going to have. And like, you know, there's nothing bad about making plans no. by any means, but don't be prepared. So, nothing wrong. Yeah. Don't get so invested in your future that you're not here in the present. And cause like he says, you're nothing, but you're missed. Mm-hmm. You're here one day and you're gone the next. So that's all I had. Little James. That's good. Dropping some wisdom. That's good. Some nuggets in there. So anyways, but yeah, that's going to be our new God is good time. We're going to be bringing some verses in. We're going to be talking about them, how they apply to our life. And I'm glad you brought that up about being convicted about trusting Mm -hmm. in money over God. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And we'll see you next week with another episode.